You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Three Pixels Podcast. We hope you're doing well. I'm here with Martin. Hello. It's great to be back again, Ben. It is indeed. And I'm not going to dilly-dally too much because we have some exciting news to go into. So without further ado, welcome to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. My fellow Americans, a nuclear conflict could well be mankind's last. We want to make this a more peaceful world. Five days ago, we acquired intel. Soviet agent Perseus is in play. If he's active, something big is gonna happen. Something that could shift the balance of the Cold War. The reveal has happened. We know what this year's Call of Duty is all about. And man, are people excited. And just as excited, I think, is Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like an absolute Cheshire grin here. You know, I look like a slit watermelon at the moment. My, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. Like genuinely, every time I watch the trailers or even hear a bit about the news and even just covering it right now, it just sort of sparks more interest to me. When it first came out, I remember saying to Ben, yeah, I'm not really interested. I, I'm sure I will not buy it. It's now gone one, 180 now and I've gone, I really, I think I might just pre-order it now. That's how excited I am. And I never pre-order games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is hitting all the excitement from two big fans of Black Ops. And we're very excited to tell you all about it. So without further ado, let's do that. Martin, start off with a bit of history. What is Cold War all about? So the Cold War really was where the tensions between um, once allies of the Russians and the Americans, their relationship has broke down and now it's more or less a big arms race of technology and also weapons and who can really have the bigger gun is the best way I can put it. So obviously this includes like the space race, uh, many uh, micro wars going across the globe where there'll be a spherical influence between the Americans and the Soviets at the time. Now, this game is set in the early 80s, so gone is the Vietnam War, still fresh in the mind of the US, and I wouldn't say complete disaster, but it wasn't favourable in any way, and it really did lead to a lot of changes in America that still we feel the effects of today. Now, the game is set in, like I said, the early 80s. At this point, Leonard Brezhnev is the leader of the Soviets, and Ronald Reagan is recently elected and his plans at the time were to renew the arms race. His thoughts were, if we can get the Russians to pay so much money into their military, as well as their technology, they will crumble. It's quite interesting, though, because before it was Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter had sort of more of a relaxed sort of approach to it and actually got a lot of treaties with the Soviets done. However, Reagan saw it. It was sort of just soft from the Americans, and they needed to now play hardball. And still, tensions were high, absolutely. But Reagan sort of upped the ante. He started making Operation Star Wars, which, as baffling as this is, he wanted to make an anti-nuke shield around America and start shooting lasers at the Soviets. Now, this didn't obviously come to fruition. A, it would have made the Americans into financial ruin, 
as well as he is just beyond the technology of them. And even his own party and leaders around him said, this is a really bad idea. Let's put the money into something else. As well as there's also crises going on around this. So the Polish crisis in 1980 to 1981, the Euro missile crisis from 1977 to 1982, which is where medium range missiles were deployed all across Europe, including the Soviets, all the way up to the UK. The Soviets thought they'd have their own Vietnam in the Soviet-Afghan war from 1979 to 1989, as well as Soviet and Chinese relations will break down soon in 1983. And where the real hitting point and where the point you could say, this is where everything did break down, was when the Soviets shot down a Korean airliner because it accidentally went into their airspace and the Soviets believed it was a US spy plane flying over. Although it's a Cold War, and you might think, you know, if you knew nothing about it, you think, oh, it was just stale period. Believe me, there was a lot of tension and a lot of nuclear threat. And people felt like at any given time, a nuke could be dropped. And once one nuke drops, there would have been a retaliation where everyone's nuke would drop and a nuclear fallout would happen. And obviously, this was a scary time to live in. But as well as from an outsider's perspective, as uh, Ben and I look into it. It's quite interesting to see a lot of plots, a lot of covert agents, uh, the wars that did happen, and obviously the changes that we still feel the effects of today. And I've always had a passion when it comes to the Cold War and learning more and more about it, both on the American and allied sides, and also the Soviet and the communism side. It's all very interesting. And to this day, I feel like we still don't know that much and only scratching the surface of what each and other side really did during the Cold War. Exactly. So there you are, a little brief history on the Cold War, just in case you were interested in the type of world. So the scene has been set. How did we find out about Black Ops Cold War? Well, it was certainly unique. Fans of the series may remember in 2010 the Black Ops reveal with the TV screen and the ciphers. And this is going straight back to 2010 and reminiscing on those reveals, which don't happen that often these days and definitely should happen more. We saw a bunch of YouTubers and new sites receive these projectors direct from the 1950s, old fashioned slide projectors with a bunch of slides in. Those slides had some part of a cipher, some parts of maps, some codes, and people quickly realized that they were linking to Summit, a Black Ops 1 favorite. So people went into Summit in Black Ops 4, found out lots of different pieces of information and started combining them with stuff that was in the projectors. Further close examination of the slides with random letters when matched up. Some of them revealed a circular pattern which had a message, Bish, you are here, which is in reference to a famous World Chess Championship match played between American Grandmaster Bobby Fischer and his Russian counterpart Boris Spassky in 1972. While that might not mean a whole lot to you on its own, it does become a lot more relevant when taking into account that a lot of the teasers for season five of Warzone were themed around chess pieces, especially the Rook, which also happens to be the logo of Shadow Company, a new faction that was added to Modern Warfare and Warzone. Furthermore, the match sits atop a history, not only for the prominent players involved, but also it was a metaphorical battle between the USA and the USSR who were embroiled in the Cold War at the time. Oh, and there's a Cold War, Cold War reference again. So 
you dig in more and you find a film from 2014 called Porn Sacrifice, which is about Bobby Fischer's triumphs in 1972. It runs exactly one hour and 15 minutes, 115, a number that can be important for many reasons. 115 is famous in the series. For one, Element 115 is a core aspect of zombies in Call of Duty, as it was initially used for the creation of zombies, as well as the substance that powers the various superweapons players can use to counter them. That's how much was going on. That's how much you had to really dig in, and the fans loved it. There was keys linking into Warzone, and people eventually found out that the website Porn Takes Porn, as related to what we are talking about earlier, was part of this reveal. A TV screen akin to 2010 Black Ops, an old tube television set, vintage-looking phone, and several things in the background. There was also an alarm clock which showed the date of the August 14th, which was the first reveal, the first videotape that we got. And then it's really started. Things were appearing in the videotapes. Videotapes were being added on a regular basis. Videotapes were being rechanged with new information. And this was sending people into Warzone, into bunkers, finding out all the secret information until eventually we got to the reveal. And what a journey it was. I mean, I was not smart enough to figure any of this out, but it was definitely a fun journey to watch online, seeing some of the best minds figuring out how this all works. And it is absolutely crazy. If you have a moment, go online and have a look at it. You will be blown away. Absolutely. So here we are. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So the campaign, there'll be historical figures and hard truths throughout the game. For example, Ronald Reagan has been appearing in the trailers, and we can only assume he'll be in the game as well. President Reagan also learns of Perseus, a Soviet spy, authorizes a mission to take down Perseus, led by the CIA officer Russell Adler with the SAD and SOG team to counter him. Players will meet up with the CIA veterans Alex Mason, Frank Woods, and Jason Hudson to also take part in the operation. Fans of the series would know these, obviously, from Black Ops 1 and 2, respectively. Throughout the campaign, you'll be visiting many sites and also many key areas throughout the Cold War. For example, the East Berlin, Vietnam, Turkey, as well as Soviet KGB headquarters. Yeah, exactly, Martin. So the storyline, as we discuss, to summarise, picks up in the middle of the Cold War right between US and the Soviet Union in the 1980s, as the player is tasked with hunting down a newly reactive Soviet spy known as Perseus. Based on the real-life codename and backstory of potential Soviet spy thought to have infiltrated the US government. The great thing and interesting thing about this is that even today, the information on Perseus is super slim. People don't really know what was true and what wasn't, maybe compared to a little bit of a boogeyman of the time. And that really gives Treyarch the freedom to choose which of the conspiracies are true in their world. And I think that will make a really interesting game to see what they choose to to play out about him and, and, and the way it goes. So I'm very, very excited for that. And just as excited as Martin announced there, Alex Woods, Frank Mason and Jason Hudson are back in the franchise and we've missed them very much. They're some of the most prominent memorable characters in the game and uh, it's great to see them back in terms of multiplayer and zombies we'll know more come september 9th um, that's when the multiplayer reveal will happen raven seems to be at the core developer for the multiplayer so what does this mean with treyarch then ben well treyarch are being given hopefully some more space and time to really focus on this campaign and for what we've seen so far 
Uh, you can actually see a clip of the campaign online. We'll link that in the show notes. It's looking really good, and it looks like that has been time well spent for Treyarch. And of course, zombies will be making a return. There has been some hints at that already, but we'll find out more later on, and we can update you with that. And you know, this is the first time that Raven and Treyarch have been working together, but I really do feel that Raven are killing it at the moment. What they've done with Warzone is really awesome, and how involved they were with this release and with the teasers and everything being in Warzone, I think this really speaks for the relationship going on uh, between Raven and Treyarch on this. And, you know, if it frees up Treyarch to really double down and think about what they want to do with uh, the core themes of the game and the story and everything else, then it's, it's got to be good for the player. I mean, if Treyarch can produce anything like the original Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2, then I think they're going to have an absolute home run when it comes to, like, the single-player experience. And as you've said, Raven have really uh, killed it with their multiplayer as well as just to see what level they take it to next. Exactly. So talking about Black Ops 2, the game will feature a changeable story. You will be able to choose certain elements within the campaign and that will affect the overall outcome. We're yet to find out whether it's similar to Black Ops 2 in the terms of the options or if it's going to go take it further or take it less. We really don't know that. But what is slightly different is that you will be able to create your own sort of character. You can choose whether you're male, female or classified. You'll be able to change your appearance slightly and even choose certain skills that you have as a character and where you came from, whether it was from the UK, from the USSR or whether you were from the US. So that will be really cool and that will allow for some real customization and also some interesting, hopefully different outcomes that people discover. When does Black Ops Cold War release? Well, we've still got a bit of time to wait and more hype to surround the game. And that is November 13th. So it will be on PS4 and Xbox One and PC respectively. The game will also launch on PS5 and the Xbox Series X later in the year when those consoles arrive. Now, this bit's really important to listen to if you are thinking of buying the next generation of consoles. You're going to want to know what version of Black Ops Cold War to buy so that you can get it on your new console. Now, it looks like, from what we can see, that Activision are not not giving any way, anything away for free. They're not letting you free upgrades. If you are a peasant and just bought the standard version of the game, you will have to buy the special editions, which are $70 and up, to be able to have access to the next gen of console, which is kind of why I'm looking at possibly getting on PC this time around, because then at least I have the ability to watch it at full quality, play it you know, as intended, and uh, not get caught up in upgrading my versions to the new consoles. Don't forget that pre-orders will also get you access to the open beta. Usually it just means early access. It normally comes available to everyone as the betas happen. So there'll be more and more betas as we get closer to the release. And then normally near the end, there's one that kind of everyone get joined in. But if you are someone who's really eager to play as soon as possible, then you will need to pre-order. You can check out on Call of Duty's website to see where you can pre-order the game to get your, your pre-order bonus as well. The DLC will also be free once again. I actually like this whole you don't have to buy DLC that you have very little information about. Like with some games, when you buy DLC, it, you pay in advance with like the season pass and you have no idea what's really coming out with it. So I really like this new sort of approach that uh, the Call of Duty series has taken. And can we just roll around November right now, please? Because that'd be I'm great. Very excited, yeah, as well. It couldn't come soon enough. I hate to fall into the trap, but I think I, I will pre-order just so I can get my hands on the game and try it in the beta a bit early and see what it's like. 
just to let you know, if you are a big Warzone player, Battle Passes have been confirmed at this point to be carrying on over to the new game. We don't know what this means for a similar game mode to Warzone appearing in, in Black Ops Cold War. Not too sure yet, but don't worry. You will carry over either way. And we'll find out more about that, I'm sure, and the multiplayer and zombies and all the other great goodness as we hit September 9th. So stay tuned for that. And that's all we have time for on this episode of 3Pixel. That's all the information we have. So stay tuned for more. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll update you after this reveal on September 9th. And you can find out all the rest of the information as everyone else does. Stay tuned for that. But thank you to Martin for joining me. No, thank you very much, Ben, for allowing me to sort of nerd out on this game just it's a tiny bit. Been an absolute pleasure. We will be back very, very soon. Stay tuned for that. And we'll see you next time. Adios. See you later. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon. Bye. You're tuned in to the Three Pixels podcast.